and welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw, your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help you get ahead. Hi there, and welcome to another edition of the Getting Ahead podcast with me, your host, David Mark Shaw. This week's guest is another good friend of mine in Sean Murphy. Now, Sean has done many successful businesses over the last couple of years and really has brings with her an awful lot of experience in working from a government level, from medium level, but really now focusing and championing at a small business level. We've got a really interesting conversation today around how the internet and technology has changed the way we do business. And Sean's got some fascinating insights into that. So welcome to the show, Sean. Hi, David. I'm so pleased to be here. Thank you so much for asking me. No problem at all. We were just chatting um, off um, off before recording then um, and sort of discussing what we're going to talk about today. And I, I loved that sort of that little speech you just said to me then about, um, you know, how the how the world's changed and how small businesses and that personal touch. Could you talk a little bit ab- about that conversation for me? Yes, yes, I'd, I'd love to because it's where my passion is. It, it's uh, where I am right now and where I'm going with my business and the people that I'm working from. It's, it's not something that I sort of sat down with a piece of paper and planned. It's something that's evolved really over the last four to five years and has brought me to this point. And my understanding of internet marketing, just having a general interest with what's going on out there, but also working with smaller businesses. Um, some of them who perhaps don't have the, the funding to get websites. They certainly don't have funding to be out there paying huge amounts of money to developers or anything like that. And it, it sort of dawned on me that, you know, aside from going out and marketing, marketing on Facebook, marketing on Twitter, any other sort of internet marketing that we might want to do, the internet has really created this level playing field simply by bringing in this technology. And it's that where I am, at. It's about using the tools of the internet to grow your business. So I'm not talking about going and learning how to to or spend or paying somebody else to market online for you. I'm talking about just simply using the tools, the technology that the internet has given us. Because what it's done is it has totally leveled that playing field. It has enabled us as small businesses to compete with big businesses and, it, and, and the corporates and it to some extent. And if we come back to marketing a little bit now, um, it's almost put big big business on the back foot because as a small business, we're already interacting one by one, 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 you know, one to one. We already have that personal approach. We don't need to construct it. We don't need to backpedal to create it. And sometimes I think that's where the, the corporates are not necessarily struggling, but that's what they're having to do. They're having to backpedal to create that one to one experience that we can just do automatically because that's where we are. So the sorts of things that I'm thinking of, when I'm talking about the tools of the internet, and let's use Facebook as an example. You can go onto Facebook and you can start marketing. You can have a strategy to implement um, marketing on Facebook to generate leads and make sales. But you can also use Facebook. You can use Facebook Notes, for instance, as a publishing platform. If you don't have a website... Go and put your stuff onto Facebook Notes. You can. There, there are certain Facebook groups that are set up especially to sell into. Um, now, you, you do need to be careful because Facebook gets a bit uppity if you just start posting and posting and posting into groups. 
Um, but this is about using the technology. It's nothing to do with, with marketing at all, really. Um, an example that I have with, say, emails is, once again, it's about using the technology that the email software has given us. Um, some people don't realize, but you can actually create almost sales pages using email software. You can link really, really easily to um things like PayPal without having to go and get strange bits of code or anything like that. All you need to do is plonk your email address in there and the software will link it all together for you and, and Bob's your tiddly. Off you go. It's making life really, really simple for us to sell stuff. I think you're absolutely right, Sean, and this is what's really got me very excited. Um, uh, and, and like you say, I, I put this under the umbrella of, of digital and not so much digital marketing. I think digital marketing is an element of digital as a whole. And, and like you say, all of those these tools that are available to us now, some of these are free, some of these are, are low cost, um, but they're all very simple to use. And, and I love that term, sort of level the playing field. Um, and, and now small businesses, micro businesses, you know, um, solopreneurs have the ability to, like you say, build those relationships um, directly with you. And maybe the word, you know, do you think the word agile is something that we um, smaller businesses have as an advantage over those sort of larger yes. organizations? Yeah, we, we can make decisions. Um, for me, part of that is we can make decisions really quickly. Um, we can go and just create stuff to put out there really quickly. We're much closer to our client in theory, so we can have more meaningful conversations. One example I wanted to use, and I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't for one moment dream of putting people like graphic designers, um, and people who create images professionally out of business. And, and this will not put them out of business. Um, because people who want to pay to have that stuff done because they want a better standard are still going to pay to have it done. But just picture yourself, you're a brand new business, you're starting up, you don't have funding or anything like that. So you haven't got, you're not going out there and, and employing somebody to help you with your branding or to create those images that you, you know, that we all put out on social media or to, to create images that go on your website and, and all of this sort of thing. And we don't have the money for that. But a very simple to use tool, and it's also free, is canva.com. So C-A-N-V-A.com. This enables you to do headers for your website, images, graphics for your website, um, fancy text, all sorts of bits and pieces to create leaflets, um, uh, PowerPoint presentations, business cards, all for nothing. It's a fabulous um, tool, isn't it, Sean? Uh, it, really it, it is. It is, to my mind, that is one of the tools that has opened up um, business and, and accessibility to things where people can spend their time you have to learn this stuff and you have to sit down and do it, but you've got a choice. You spend time or money, don't you? Well, as a small business, very often you're, you're time rich. Don't laugh. Um, <laughs> but but you're, you're sort of, you're time rich and money poor. Mm. Um, especially if, you know, you're, you're starting up, you know, you've got a business on the kitchen table, if you like. Um, you may well have the time to be able to go and explore and learn how to create your own, own images with Canva, but you don't necessarily have the money to go and pay somebody else to sit in their studio and create create stuff for you. So something like Canva, fantastic way of getting yourself started, creating images for emails, social media posts, your Twitter headers. I use it for clients on leaflets, um, e-books, e-book covers, all sorts, everything, and it's free. Absolutely. And there's many other tools that are, that are like that. They're either free or they're low cost mm. um, that 
can really help, um, and I don't like overly like the word automate, but what they can do is they can help you scale some of these, um, you know, promotional and marketing, uh, and even administrative tasks. Um, so they become, you know, less time consuming, enabling you to do more of your sort of, um, you know, sales and marketing related activities, you know, getting the new clients in. Yeah, ab- ab- absolutely. And, you know, it's not just about things like Canva. Um, there are other tools that I use that use the, um, the technology of the internet. Um, for instance, um, I use something called Workflow Max. Um, which is, what does Workflow Max do? It's difficult to, to explain. Basically, it's a project manager that enables you to price, to estimate, um, jobs, to, to get proposals out there, um, and, and basically manage all of your projects along the way. And I think it costs about a pound a day. That's fantastic, most, isn't it? Most phenomenal tool. HubSpot CRM. It can be free. Um, you know, if you're looking to manage your clients and everybody, we all have to manage our clients. We, we, you know, we want to know, you know, what's going on and keep on track of everything. Pop everything into HubSpot CRM, totally free. Amazing tool. No, absolutely. And, and like you say, it's, it's such, you know, low barrier of entry now to, mm. to start a business. In your opinion, um, Sean, do you think that for people that are out there that may be still in a, in a full-time job, they would like to get into this starting a small business thing? Um, there's sort of two trails of thoughts. I'd be interested in sort of your, and uh, your thought process on this is some people sort of, you know, do the immediately ditch the nine till five, go headfirst into sort of entrepreneurship and starting their, their passion project. Um, or do you think maybe they should be doing this, uh, and you know, and these tools today enable people with very little time and money to start things on the side and really test them out. Oh dear, <laughs> what, a, what a very difficult question. Um, I've actually done the leaping thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> would you like to know what happened? No, absolutely. Please do. Okay. Tell us. After twenty years in local government, I really had I had enough. I was at the point almost of nervous breakdown. So I decided that I, I loved internet marketing, and I thought, okay, well, I've 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 got to leave. Unfortunately, I didn't plan this. I didn't sort of set up some sort of um, you know route out over over the last two years that I was there. I woke up one morning and went, well, that's it. I, if I don't leave, I'm going to have to top myself. <laughs> um, so. I handed my notice in and I had a three-month notice period because of what I did in, in local government. I also persuaded my husband to hand his notice in and to come into business with me. And so um, on, I, I can remember the date. On the 1st of August, there I was, no salary. I had no salary, very little savings. I don't go in for all of that sort of thing. Um, and there I was running my business. Two weeks later, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And that totally, as you can imagine, it was sort of, it, it was, it almost totally floored us. Um, but we survived and we kept going. And I hear of other people doing it, um, in other ways where they've planned everything and they've made a decision, um, you know, that they're going to leave in two years time and then, and then they, um, you know, they sort of move up to it and that works. What you need to avoid, however, because I have come across this in, in quite a few businesses or business people that I've worked with, is the doing something, but actually never setting a goal date to leave the full-time or the part-time job. Okay. And that's where it just drifts. And you, you can end up sort of doing nothing 
and then you get frustrated and then it tends to sort of dribble off into nothing and you think well this isn't working and they before you know it you've, you've stopped um i would go for the one in the middle which is to set a plan decide what you want to achieve firstly work out what your income needs to be per month to cover absolutely everything, including going on holiday, um, you know, your TV, a, a contingency, work out what you need to have coming in. Then decide how you're going to make that happen in your business and then set a date by which time you are going to be free of your job. Okay. If you, if you don't do that, the way I like to describe it is you end up um, almost like, imagine a corridor in between two doors. There are two doors opening. And until you let go of one of them, your arms aren't big enough. Until you let go of one of them, you can't actually open the other one and you're forever in like limbo land. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, uh, it makes perfect sense. I think that's um, it's a really good analogy, actually, and um, uh, and excellent advice as well, because I know lots of people sort of have these uh, these dreams of building these businesses. Uh, and I think there's also lots of them that are already out there that uh, are today that are that are struggling with with all of this technology. There are so many apps and so many tools um, and, and technology in these apps sort of change on a weekly basis, particularly in the sort of the social era um, and in that, that sort of social space. What's your advice, Sean? for those um, that, are, that are trying to get their head around some of these mainstream um, uh, publishing platforms. And you mentioned Facebook Notes, which is excellent yeah. advice and something that I have personally started using. Um, and I believe that's where the audience is. So I post you know, blog posts onto, via there as well. Um, but for people that are sort of struggling to know, you know whether to avoid the shiny new object or whether to you know, master the, 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 the mainstream tools, what was your sort of thought process around that? You need to decide what it is you need in your business. So, you know, that there's the administrative side of your business. There's the finance side of the business. There's the marketing side of the business. You need to then manage what you're doing um, until such time as you're able to handle your clients. Does, does that make sense? You, mm. know, you, you know that you're able to deliver the service that you're offer, offering. You either aren't going to bring those clients in or when you do, it's all going to go a bit sort of wrong. So you need to sit down and look at the different aspects of your business. What I then like to do when I'm working with people is say, well, okay, who would you employ to do this? Because you can't do everything. So, you know, who are you going to employ in an ideal world? Who would you bring in and how much time would you allocate for each of those tasks? And then go see what exactly is out there. Okay, so you say, okay, I need to do some accounts. My choice is I employ an accountant or I do it myself. But is there anything out there? Is there an accountancy tool out there that does it? And yes, there is. There are tools like Free Agent, for instance, and Cashflow that will help, will help you keep your books and also integrate with your bank account so that you've got a grip on that aspect of it. I would also forget for the time being and I can almost I can hear gasps as I say this I would almost forget about doing any social media marketing one of the biggest mistakes that I see people doing is that they try and get themselves onto absolutely every social media marketing or social media platform there is with a view to marketing themselves they end up on Twitter Facebook LinkedIn Pinterest you know Instagram and a variety I mean there are thousands of them and a variety of others of them and it's just don't do that don't yep. do that. Pick somewhere that you want to be, that you enjoy being on, where the people that you want to work with are on and stick to it. Just stick to the one. 
And then when you've got all of that working and everything going and you've got your system in place and your accounts are working and you know where your clients are, even if it's on a spreadsheet, you know who your clients are, you know how to deliver, you know where they're coming from, you're able to call them and you have reminders to contact them and all of this sort of thing. Then you can start looking at the marketing aspects using other perhaps social media platforms. Just don't start everything at once on social media. I, I was working with a group of people or just last week, um, who actually do have access to funding because they come from businesses or they are business people are turning over um, a minimum of a million pounds a year. And so many of them had started up Twitter accounts that were just dead. We're just sat there. It does more damage than good sometimes, doesn't it? Absolutely. So it, it's, it comes back to planning. You know, what do you need to do to run your business? What tools are out there to help you achieve it? And don't go leaping onto every social media platform that you can find and start chitter-chattering away. Fantastic. Yeah, no, c- couldn't agree more with that. Um, Sean, one of the platforms that you've really taken to and had enormous success from is, is a more of a traditional channel in the, in the form of, of radio. Could you talk a little bit about sort of how you've got into that and, you know, how that's working for you, you know, what the show's about and, um, yeah, what your, you know, ultimately your objective is from that? Well, I, I went on to a radio show. I went on to the Business Bunker radio show. Oh, I must be sort of three or four years ago now to promote my business. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And I did a lot better than I thought I would because I thought, you know, oh, everything will go wrong. I'll stutter. I won't be able to remember my words or anything. But I really had a fantastic time. And then I, I just sort of thought about it. I cogitated. And then, um, you know, Zoe Kens. So of course. Zoe, Zoe Kens got a radio show on Channel Radio talking about social media. And I thought, what a fantastic idea. And I approached Paul Andrews, the guy who runs the station, and I said, look, I, I've got an idea. I work with a lot of women in business. I'd like to have a radio show, please. So we had several meetings, and he went, yes, okay. And I have to say, my bum hit that chair, okay? It's there. It's got all these knobs <laughs> and buttons, and I'm not very good at that sort of thing. But the moment my bum hit that seat and that microphone was in front of me, I thought, this is where I belong. This is it. And I think I would never have believed that. I have no, um, I've never done anything like it before. And I also went down there with no preparation. And that's when I learned what my skill was. And so I think from that, my message would be just try everything, no matter how scary it is. Just give it a go, because one day that may happen to you. You'll, you'll stand up on a stage, you'll do something, some, somebody will put a microphone in front of you or a TV camera or something. Um, or it could be you write, um, you know, so, something will happen and you'll go, wow, yes, this is it, this is me. Fantastic. And, and what's the, the radio show called from, for the audience? It's the Women in Business radio show. And it goes out every Thursday live at 11, 11 a.m. until 12 a.m. And you can hear it live on channel radio. But it goes out on my Twitter accounts and Facebook accounts. And, and there's a website which has the episodes on it as well. Um, the website's the, the Women in Business Radio Show dot com. I really must get a shorter domain <laughs> <to make> name. <laughs> But it's a fantastic show and something that your passion really comes across in your radio shows. Um, and this is, and it does seem to be an area which you really excel at and uh, have built a brand around. Is this still a, a very strong part of your portfolio, sort of working with women in business? 
it is and it isn't. In actual fact, I've always worked with men and women. Um, I, for, for me, there isn't a whole heap of difference. And I said this once on the radio show and I had a few comments coming in. But, you know, we're, we're, we're all people and we all have our, our, our good things and things that we don't do so well. I think there are certain areas that women are different from men. I think sometimes we're a lot easier to sit down and talk and discuss our problems. Um, but I work with both men and, and women. I, for me, it's about where they are as people to be honest, yes. and it's rather more than, than what sex they are at the moment, you know, what, what gender they're presenting themselves at. It's more about an attitude. You know, I don't care how much money they're earning. I really don't care what they're wearing or, or what, what their gender is. It's about wanting to move forward, and that's so, it. So who is the, um, the, sort of, um, the ideal sort of uh, uh, an average sort of client that you work with today? And, you know, what, what sort of stage they're at in their business and, uh, and what sort of their objectives that you, you and your organisation help them achieve? Um, the clients that I enjoy working with the most tend to be experts in their field. So they're people who um, it could be, for instance, that they are um working with women um i have somebody for instance who is a, a menopause expert um she's been through that as an experience and has now created turned this into a career um because it does affect all sorts of people so she knows an awful lot about the background she has a lot of biological scientific knowledge about it also she has um the, the sort of the personal experience that she brings onto the in, in, in into that mix as well what she doesn't have is necessarily the time or the knowledge to do some of the marketing and put stuff together f for her. So I manage things, you know, I will help her with things like Twitter accounts, um, LinkedIn, getting all of those going. One of the most exciting things that I've, that I'm working on at the moment, and this is role, this is actually, I've done this with a few clients. This is an excellent example of using the tools of the internet for something they may not have been intended for. Um, she needs to deliver lessons to all sorts of people. Um, I, I, I can't mention them, I'm afraid, because I have NDAs with people. Of course. Um, but to deliver lessons to really sort of huge corporate organizations we're talking about here who want to support their staff, men or women, who are dealing with the effects of the menopause. And so I'm putting together a full-blown lesson delivery system for her, which is using email marketing tools. Absolutely, yes. Um, a, a if you like, what we would have called, what we still do call, a membership system. So in, in effect, you'd have this on a membership website. Somebody would subscribe. They'd get an introduction and lesson one and a test maybe and some surveys um, and some information. And when they've done lesson one or module one, they then move on to lesson two, module two, and so on and so forth. And through we go. And I've put together a full-blown membership lesson module delivery system for her using all of the teaching media, video, audio, um, written you know words pdf um, imagery um, surveys tests absolutely all of the, the media that you can possibly use and it's being delivered by a very very simple 
email marketing system at a fraction of the cost. That's fantastic. And um, just to give everyone an idea of what this system is, what's the, the system you're using? I, I think we've got a bit of a sneaky suspicion. Well, in actual fact, you can do this on a number of systems. I'm using Constant Contact for this one um, because this particular lady also has a VA who is in there using the email marketing system at all as well. And Constant Contact is... The only system that I know um, that A is only a, about a, a pound a day and B has telephone support because when you, it, it, it's all very well for me, you know, this is my job and I'm in there and I know how all of these widgets and gizmos work. And if I don't know, I can very soon work it out. But when you're not that way inclined, when you're a business person, you're a VA perhaps supporting a business person, this is not your life. This is not your business. You're out there supporting your clients, doing whatever it is that you do. And having somebody on the end of the phone trust me, makes a huge difference telling you what to do. So because of that, we're using constant contact for this system. Uh, but there are others that you can use. There are. There's lots of systems. But um, uh, and equally, I mean, um, so full disclosure here, Sean introduced me to constant contact. And, um, and what I really like about it, and I've used lots of very complex email marketing systems, yeah. what I love about constant contact, like you say, is not only the support that comes along it from the organization, the self and the education and so on, but they've really sort of carefully crafted together some of the really essential business systems that you mentioned earlier on in this podcast, something like the PayPal integration with the landing yep. pages, like the surveys. And it's, it's a very simple system that, yes. that people can get to go with grips with, but also they can deliver huge business results from one contained system, like you say, for around a pound a day. But not only that, if you're sort of, if you're based in the Southeast UK or anywhere in the UK, You've also got evangelists like Sean that are that are out there supporting people like myself to to help understand these systems and to help you know working with you know my clients and so on. You've got other people that can you know that are, that are on hand locally on the ground that um that are sort of, you know are there supporting it. So as as a as a solution, and I've used you know I've used yeah. HubSpot and Marketo and Pardot and some of the the really big boys that are out there. Um, you know, and previously used Aweber, but it was really sort of talking to you and understanding how constant contact is. It's made such a, a, a big difference. Yeah, that, that really is, for, for me, that's it. Constant contact is, it's almost a suite of tools, actually. So the, the bedrock of it is the email marketing. But it's a suite of tools. There's a survey tool. There's an event tool. Um, so you can create and manage your events. People can pay to go to your events. You can, um, you know, and through the tool, you can also manage their attendance and anything else. You could sell them T-shirts through the tool. Um, it's really this sort of suite of tools that are there to support small business sort of supported by people on the end of the phone it, it's invaluable it really is um, because you know it's all very well having people like me but I need to earn a living as well and that means if you're going to employ me you know if you're going to get me to do stuff sort of you know step by step for you I have to earn money somewhere um, whereas something like constant contact you can sort of be pointed in the right direction and you've got this you know you've got a fantastic choice you can DIY, you can do it yourself with the tool because it's designed to be used by normal people. And I think that has it. When I say normal people, <laughs> I mean people, people who aren't marketers, people who aren't email software specialists like you and I are. Um, you know, it's all very well for me to go in and work out how to do something. That, that, that's my job. It's not yours. If you're a menopause expert or you're a business coach or you're an accountant or whatever it is that you're doing, that's your job. 
Absolutely. And and that's why there's, you know, there's people like yourself, yeah. Sean, that are out there to help guide entrepreneurs and small business owners and startups uh, and even more established businesses who really get the most from these mm. these business tools that are available today. So, Sean, um, it's been an absolute pleasure to, talking today and hearing some of these these fantastic stories. And I'd really like to um, just to finish off. Could you just let people know um, some of the areas, um, places they can find you on the Internet, whether it's to find out more about Constant Contact or more about your, your, your business radio show. Where's the best place for people to find more information about you? I suppose the easiest place is to go to shanmurphy.com. So that's S-I-A-N-M-U-R-P-H-Y.com. You can see my more sort of formal side of the digital marketing that we do at www.askstormchasers.com. And, of course, the womeninbusinessradioshow.com, I'm on there as well. You can also, if you go to LinkedIn and if you just do search for Sean Murphy, you'll find me on LinkedIn, you'll find me on Twitter, you'll find me on, on uh, Facebook as well. And I'm a social media tart, okay? <laughs> I, will, I will connect with you. All right, I, I am not standoffish. I don't go. Oh, I don't know this person. I would that we, we, you know, I do business with people I've never met before. Otherwise, the only person I would ever have done business with is my friends and my family and my husband. Um, so come and say hi. Come and connect with me. Introduce yourself, and I will connect with you. Fantastic. And I really, I'll put all of those links into the show notes and I highly recommend everyone connect with Sean, get to know her and Mark and Storm Chasers and all the other areas of business that they're, they're helping everyone achieve. So really appreciate your time today, Sean. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Uh, uh- David, it really has. It's been fantastic. Thank you so much for asking me. I'm honoured and it's been, I've really, really enjoyed it. Thank you. And it's so odd being on the other side of it. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you for being gentle with me. No problem at all. Brilliant. Thanks so much, Sean. Take care. All right. You take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.